It, oh God. Okay. So let me just let me just jump to the end and tell you what it took to get this running. Okay. So the stream deck writes audio into a system, right? It's not an input. It writes audio to an output. There is a distinct difference. So. What I needed to do was install uh, a fake driver to create a output audio device that automatically and instantly routes itself as an input audio device. Then I open one copy of Audacity and point it at that to get the master track. And then I get one copy of Mumble and open it up and point it to that to create the soundboard user. Then I open up a second copy of Audacity to record me straight through my input. And then I open up Mumble to record me through that input. So I have four instances of this shit running. And in order to do that on Windows, you actually have to run the applications as separate users. So I had to create a Windows user to run the second copy of Soundboard and Mumble, both of which are using the virtual audio device to capture default, air quotes default, all audio coming out of the computer. And the reason I had to do that is because Stream Deck, for some reason, I don't know if it's a bug, will not recognize the fake audio device. So by streaming to default, it captures it, but otherwise it wouldn't capture it. Hence, you're going to get my Windows notifications. <laughs> Let's do this! Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today is Thursday, September 7th, 2023, and we're your host, Anapon Zach Mayer and Raul Torres. Say hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Woo! Zach, uh, did you hear all the dear listener. That's right. Zach, oh man! Did you We're hear doing all the it things, live, Zach? Did did I did I what? Did you hear all the things? I heard all the things. <laughs> okay. He did not. I, I think <laughs> I think I think I need to turn off the uh, noise cancellation thing on my speakers. So let's let's see if that does anything magical now. Hey, there you go. That sounds way better now. I heard your toot. <laughs> uh, toot. That's awesome. I don't know. Okay. Dear listener, this is a very exciting episode of the QQ cast. We have a soundboard. Uh, check the mic check for how unfucking believably hard that was to get set up. But we've got it. So, gentlemen, uh, I'm now going to get to bombard you and totally abuse my privilege. And see, make fun of myself when I make unfunny jokes. It's great. Yeah. No, it's, it's good to be self-aware. <laughs> All right. And this, dear listener, is Quest 306. What are the most horrifying ways to die in space? I bet y'all didn't see that coming. Jesus. <laughs> it's the one time well, this I started out the, the news or the, the news thread or whatever. I, I saw it. So I didn't look at the article, but I, I had some one sentence pre-knowledge. That's about it. Well, cool. So we're going we're going to the listicle. Classic us. Nothing new there. But yeah, this one seemed like it would be uh, fun. And uh, we'll do our standard kind of jump through the numbers format. But first, hold on a second. Zach, any romance updates in Baldur's Gate 3? Um, I mean, no, things are, are progressing pretty smoothly. I uh, turned Shadowheart away from her god. <laughs> uh, with, is that, is that an applause or a fail? her with pleasures of the flesh. Oh, I think it's an applause. All right. Woo, Zach. Uh, uh, before we get started, though, um, this is an IGN article. When did IGN start looking exactly like Discord? Dude, I don't know. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I didn't. Even, I, have, I have a cold. You're listening to my apologies. Um, oh wait, I have a thing for that. 
Dude, I don't know. They they did a visual update. Slack just did a visual update. I noticed that one. I don't know. I kind of like the world we live in where they just oh. keep updating oh, things. Right. I don't need to update an app. That's right. I can update Slack and see their new shit. Hang yeah. on. Hang on. I got I to gotta update Slack. Is that the best way to spend the start of this podcast? Shut up. Update all the things. Ruli, what have you been up to? Any romancing? Um, no. No, just... <laughs> Sick kiddos, we all... Well, I, I haven't had strep yet, but my, my kiddos and my wife have strep, so it's oh, only a matter of time. Fuck. Um, I guess I'll do the fail trombone again. <laughs> there could only be so many fails. I know, I know. I need to, uh, Dear listener, we will extend the soundboard in time right now. I've only got a handful of stuff I loaded in for tonight. But while Zach is updating Slack, let's get into this. So, Ruli... This is an article of the 24 most horrifying space deaths. Yeah, space deaths. I'm going to blame that on my cold. <laughs> and yes, it's on IGN, now rebranded to look like Discord. But I figured we would do our kind of classic way of going through these lists and doing the, we work our way down. And so, for example, Ruli, you would start and you would pick, you know, from the top, the first one that interests you, and we can't go backwards. So if you skip the first one, which is, spoilers, trying to take the Empire or trying to take on the Empire all by yourself, then we can't go backwards. So, okay. yeah, we'll burn through this. There's a ton of news to talk about, and we have a badass trailer I know we've all been waiting for. So, is that like a plan? Sounds like a plan, and I'm wondering if the things that I think should be there are even there at all. Well, so We could well, do honorable mentions at the end. It'll be great. Okay. All right. Well, well Zach is still not back. That uh... <laughs> he, just, he just took down his entire laptop. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should have said... Fuck that guy. Yeah, I can hey. I can bleep. Hey, I can hear you. Yay. <laughs> I updated Slack, but I don't see any difference. I think it's actually on a per org basis. But anyway, anyway, let's do this. Ruli, no. you're up first. Um, you know what? I'll just I'll just go with the first one, because it's it's the wars in wars in space. Trying to take on the Empire all by yourself. How does that even work? One of the funny things about Star Wars Rebels, yada, 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 just tell me what happened. <laughs> There's Dak from The Empire Strikes Back, of course. He was Luke's wingman on Hoth. And the one who coined the phrase, I feel like I can take on the whole Empire by myself. <laughs> I doubt that that's just jinxing it. So, just tempting uh, God, is there, really. Is there any videos or anything with this, or is it just a picture of just people not dying? Because uh, this is already letting me down. It's letting you down. But if you go look up... <coughs> Damn it! The bad lip reading uh, song about about I think is it Hostels on the Hill? I forget which one it is. They have like him talking about how he's about to die. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Are there any other sci-fi like one person runs up against everyone? Because I I will give credit where it's due. The Last Jedi had a hilarious bit with Luke Skywalker doing that, and it was great, genuinely great. I'm trying to think. It's it's. I, I'm still getting the topic running through my brain right now. So, no. Yes. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna take the next shift because you know. Hold on. F Zach. He's still rebooting over there. Eat <coughs> shit. So okay, I'm gonna skip Man. over. Sorry. I wanted pretty slack. What is this bullshit? Nothing changed. <laughs> my ass. You guys are so tired of the soundboard. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to skip over Stabbed by Super Death, Super Star Destroyer, even though I really did like that part, uh, that fight. Oh, man, that that last battle of Endor in Return of the Jedi was so ahead of its time. It was so amazing. But I'm going to skip over that, and I'm going to do the next one, because, Zach, I even have a soundboard for this. Ready? 
Revenge. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Yes. Of course, yes, you, of course, it. you'd have that. You goddamn right. I'm surprised I would. you don't have cod. Yes, this is <laughs> space revenge. It is a dish that is best served cold. The old Klingon proverb. So yeah, I don't know. Just I mean, this one isn't space specific. It's just a guy getting revenge on you. But specifically, it's a guy you marooned on a planet that's getting revenge on you. I don't know. I just wanted to play the Star Trek clip. I think. Yeah. Anything else to add? No, I mean, Khan is classic. Yeah, just, just getting killed by Khan would not be the worst way to, to go out. I'll, I'll take that from Ricardo Montalban. That would just be a sexy way to go out. Damn yes, sexy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, the picture they have there isn't flattering, but <laughs> yes. All right, Zach, over to you. Um. Remember, you get to skip downwards until you find one you want to talk about. You gotta, you gotta tell us what you're skipping over. I mean, vacuumed into space would be cool, but like that's everywhere. Well, it's, yeah. also, it's also technically incorrect. You get blown into space, not sucked into space. Huge. Well, I mean, technical flaw here. A way to have something for that. It, <laughs> It's sort of both. Like it's 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 all delta p. Delta p. It you'd probably be liquefied. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, no. The next one though is transporter room accidents. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, the transporter in Star Trek is an existential crisis in a box. Uh, on its own, it's just a terrifying proposition. Like, does it? Is it? Is it? Um, is it prestiging? Is it prestiging everybody who goes in there? Yes, yes, it is. You get destroyed. You rebuilt atom by atom. Basically, you are not the got same. it. If they, well, they they try and hand wave it. It's like they're converting you to energy, and that energy is getting beamed. And like, okay, I guess kinda, but like, that's. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree because it's just like like. Doesn't that mean they should just have infinite cloning technology? Like, just clone everyone a billion times? Like, why do you have to kill oh, yeah. your... Yeah. Why do you have to kill your double? Just let your double stay on the planet. <laughs> yeah, Oh, you totally. mean like Thomas Riker? Oh, wait, I have a song Tom. for this. Tom! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Um, I don't know. The, the whole thing, if you think about it for too long, gets real dark real quick. The basic idea of, like having full control over matter energy conversion is pretty compelling but it breaks down real quick literally so, not just figuratively haha yeah. <laughs> caught the pun so yeah now transporters mm, yeah that's that's a good one I have, it's, I have, a, it's a terrifying way to die in space i have two comments to make about this one is that uh, one of my favorite memes zach is the one i think you might have sent it to me where it's Chief O'Brien, inside of you are two wolves fighting. Sorry about the transporter accident. <laughs> uh, the other uh, comment yeah. is that Stargate, the Stargate universe actually solved this incredibly well. The gates are not transporters, they are wormholes that you are stepping through and being actually transported. So, mm-hmm. point, Stargate SG-1. Oh, I only have the wrong buzzer. I don't have a good buzzer. Um, I thought that's the coin sound. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that, that's my bleep noise, but yeah, we'll go with the coin sound. It's for sure. my purpose. <laughs> All right, moving on. Ruli, back to you. All right, let's see what's next. We've got Murderoids, which I don't think I would pick Deep Impact. I have another 
one that I would choose. How can I live without you? Death by uh, mouth was tongue. It, oh, what? Was it Deep Impact and Armageddon that came out at the same time? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it was that okay. weird. Who knows how both different studios at the same time wanted to make an asteroid movie. Yeah, and Steven Tyler singing a love song about his daughter getting laid by putting a animal cracker down her underwear. Look, I I wish I was joking, but I'm not. So uh, we're just. Uh, I wish I didn't going. know that. We're just gonna keep moving. I'm gonna go with <laughs> death by mouth tongue because it's alien. It's like and a very xenomorph. Oh, yeah. Very specific death by snoo snoo. Z- xenomorphs are cool. A and tongue they have that, within that, a mouth that has its own mouth. They have that uh one hit kill. If you ever played the what is it with the first PC Alien versus Predator? Yes. 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 Oh, you could just so good. Totally get people and just one one shot them. Best best kill in the game. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I'm trying to remember though. I don't know if that actually got used in any of the movies though. Um, because it seems more of like a a concept of that happening and not actually in the movie. So Ripley dodges the queen's mouth, doesn't actually get her. In Alien Resurrection, a chestburster bursts out of a guy's chest straight through a guy's head. It is implied that Burke has a uh, little mouth through his head but it's not actually shown yeah you might be right we might never actually see the mini mouth get its due yeah Fuck. and like does it have its own like separate digestive system or is it like connected to the main digestive system i don't even know i'm over i always thought that's of them okay. kind of like elephants or something like the the, the <laughs> mouth the mouth tongue is basically the just trunk. a straw trunk? Yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's just it's just a little it's just a little like prehensile straw Right, you got the big jaws that latch on. You got the little ones that just like burrow in and suck out all the juices. <laughs> or, or let's just flip it and reverse it. That that little alien is the real monster, and the alien on the outside is a big mech that it pilots. Yeah, kind of like how your brain is just piloting a meat mech. Exactly. Yeah. I have nothing to add. Eat your vegetables, hey. kids. Maintain your meat mech. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you get to pick the next one, Tom, so you can actually say something. Moving on. Uh, I'm going to skip over HAL 9000, because yes, having an AI kill you is good, but Portal did it best, and that wasn't in space. <laughs> but of course, Fair. we have to stop at Space Vampires. Not because I don't think I've ever actually watched a movie with Space Vampires, but because, dear listener, the first two episodes of the QQ Adventure were Space Vampire, a book I read as a kid. So I have very little to add other than our adventure was fun. Ruli, you're the horror aficionado. Have you seen any movies about space vampires? I don't think Dracula 2000 counts, but that's a movie that I vaguely remember watching a long time ago. Uh, This is when talking about Life Force. I don't don't even know what this one is. They don't even have a link to it, so (laughs) who knows? That's wild. The, uh, The screenshot they've got here is great puppet i hope it's a puppet and not just like some weird early 90s cgi or it could be a really skinny guy with a lot of prosthetics this is so much better than cgi there's no way that's cgi surely surely i mean i can see the pixels tom no (laughs) you can tell by the pixels and seeing many shops in my day uh yeah moving on zach i have a funny feeling i know where you're gonna stop Oh, yeah, we're talking about Space Madness. (laughs) One of my all-time favorite movies, Event Horizon, 
has uh is making an appearance and yeah i mean i guess if you have a ship that comes back from hell or the warp depending on your particular head cannon <laughs> uh and inspires madness in any crew that inhabits it that's gonna be a bad time but yes uh no it had weird flattened shit it had lawrence fishburne and sam neill uh just Creepy and weird. The, the, the spaceship was powered by a black hole. Come on. That's just looking into the abyss. Oh, yeah, truly, this was like a very eldritch horror. It's about insanity. And oh, man, I, oh. it's too bad we will never get the actual director's cut. That was like so there. Oh, yeah, definitely. There was a fun news article, article, paper, something uh, in Space World this, uh, this past week. Um, they've been, you know, looking at black holes for a long time and they've seen a lot of them absorb material and they collect just a shit ton of data on these things it takes years to analyze and they've been going back over a lot of it uh well not back over they've really just been processing the huge amount of stuff they've collected and in that mess that soup if you will uh they found some really chunky nuggets that make it appear that black holes when they absorb a stellar mass become a lot more active and they start emitting radio signals and those radio signals can only come from matter that is being ejected from the black hole itself and this wouldn't be stuff that's like crossing the event horizon and coming back out necessarily but it is kind of a mystery that black holes are in the words of a headline burping up stars (laughs) so if that's, that's the black awesome. hole, yeah, if the black hole is an abyss and we look into it, it is very possible that the abyss can look back <laughs> and also spit stars at you. That's right. space madness if I've ever heard of it. Next time you're going to have an awesome rant like that, give me a heads up so I can do the QQ rambles. <laughs> uh, yeah, will uh, do. My last comment on this was just, have you guys seen the movie Pandorum? I vaguely remember that one as well. There's also some space madness in there, and actually, I, I quite like oh. that movie. It's starring Dennis Quaid, and I forget the main actor's name, but uh, yeah, these well, people was, wake I was up. Throw, we'll go, for, go first, and then I'll go. I was going to say, people wake up in the middle of an interstellar flight, and the ship has been taken over by like space monsters, but let, let me tell you, there's some space madness in there. There's actually a bunch of good twists that I won't spoil here, so uh, definitely recommend Pandorum. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I don't know if the movie I'm thinking of is on this list, but I, I remember, I think, Tom, you were a fan of it, um, Sunshine. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's totally Space Madness. Bravo, sir. Lots of, lots of Space Madness there. And and the, the premise of, we gotta go reboot the sun, is amazing. <laughs> so great. <laughs> oh, what was, the, what was the one where it was, uh, get to Mars, start the reactor? Total Recall. Get your Total Recall. Mars. Is that space? I mean, that was kind of space. space It was, it was, it was space amnesia. (laughs) At at the very least. Moving on. (laughs) Really back to you. Okay. Let me go back to this list. Um, murder ball on the moon. Unfortunately, I think I have to, why, why am I the star Wars person today? Planetary death ray. (laughs) I mean, there's, there's so many death rays and they're all in star Wars. Was it uh, was it two that we saw the death ray explode things? I know new, a new hope, right? But like when it, in like the uh, the two thousands trilogy or whatever, we, we got to see that used, right? <laughs> okay, so it's so stupid. 
In A New Hope, they use the Death Star to blow up one planet, Alderaan. In, they don't have any Death Star or Death Planet Ray in Empire Strikes Back. Then in Return of the Jedi, they are building an interplanet Death Ray, but they only use it to blow up um, spaceships at that time. The original trilogy, that original, the prequel trilogy, has no Death Rays except for the fact that they show you a shot of building the Death Star at the end of the third movie, Revenge of the Sith. Fast forward, we do see the under-construction Death Star in Rogue One, and it shoots at a planet, but it doesn't actually blow up said planet. Okay, finally, we are now at the, the sequel trilogy. In the first one, we have a literal moon, which kind of undermines that that's no moon, it's a space station. No, no, it's a moon <laughs> that shoots and kills three different planets with one shot. That probably unlocks the I think that's what I was remembering. Yeah. There is no Death Ray in uh, Last Jedi, but then the actual Star Destroyers themselves, I think, are going to have Death Rays and I think blow up one planet as a demonstration at the start of Rise of Skywalker. There you go, folks. That is way more Death Ray knowledge than I thought you would know. I should have actually, rambled that. Fuck. But actually thinking about it, um, I don't think any other movies have had awesome death rays other than Star Wars. So kudos for Star Wars for that then. Yeah, because we have, like, I, I actually will give Star Trek 2009. Oh, that's coming back. I'll give Star Trek 2009 <laughs> credit. They do the drill into the planet and drop a black hole into it. I mean, like, mm. look, those fucking writers are so bad at, at, well, science fiction in general, specifically the science part of science fiction. Put credit where it's due. That was fucking awesome. Moving on! Okay, anticlimactic self-sacrifice. It's Star Trek, and I'm still not going to talk about it. Airlocked. This is kind of the same one as above, but I do want to stop and talk about this one because it has a couple of great examples. One, we have all of the aliens that are blown into space, um, including the one in Alien Resurrection, which sucks, but they do suck an alien through a hole like a straw into space, which is fucking cool as shit. And also in the article, they, they mentioned the Battlestar Galactica, how they actually airlock people to kill them. And that was pretty badass when Roslyn had a, like a turn heel and did that to a Cylon. So I don't know. Airlock is oh, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, hate to say it. Oh, go Zach. Go. No, I mean, it's uh, really just plus oneing. Um, yeah, the, the, the airlock was basically its own character in Battlestar Galactica, especially the reboot. They Fuck talked yeah. about it a lot. And it got used more than once. Um, but yeah, no, anytime there's, uh, sp- call it hard sci-fi, <laughs> uh, airlocking becomes a thing. You saw it in, um, oh, shoot, names of things. Captain Holden. Uh, is this Star Wars? What Hold- is, no, what's Holden? Holden? Mark Holden? No, the, uh, the series the, was a book series. Expanse. By James S.A. Court. Yes, thank you. You're Expanse. Welcome. God. Yeah, now airlocking was a was a thing there, too. They did airlock a really cool character at one point. Anyway. Cool. All right, Zach, back to you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, wait, I, wait, I, wait. I wanted to say my, my favorite airlock scene, which is horrible Ooh. because it is my favorite, but it's 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 so meta. It's the uh, Infinity Wars um, scene. But I guess, does it count as an airlock? Or is that it just kinda, sucked into space? No, they blew a hole in the wall. I don't know if that counts. Eh, okay, never mind. It's still a cool scene, though. 
Hey, it's a it's an awesome homage to uh, aliens, anyways, because it basically follows it like exactly. Which that's shot. even the joke they make, right? Like, yes, that old movie, Alien. That old movie. <laughs> uh, God, f-ing damn it! Moving on, Zach. Uh, I thought about skipping over it, but I want to talk about the suborbital space dive. So, ever since that one guy with a Red Bull sponsorship jumped from a weather balloon. Yes. in a spacesuit <laughs> yes. or well in a in an air suit uh everybody wants to like cash in on that somehow and nobody's managed to do it the closest that we got is the one that they mentioned here in 2009's star trek <laughs> kirk sulu in a red shirt diving from shuttle in orbit to land on that giant space drill that was hanging out the red shirt especially opening his shoot adrenaline junkie mode like he's just yes yes so excited so excited about jumping uh, from an orbital platform into the atmosphere pulls his shoot too late gets caught on the drill and swings himself into the death beam that's drilling through the planet i mean that's close that's that's <laughs> close to the sort of schadenfreude you get from watching somebody do something that stupid. <laughs> ah, that's 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 kind of all I got. Like I don't know of another really like big jump <laughs> suborbital space dive. Yeah, I'm having a hard film. time thinking one too. Like there's Halo or really anything in 40k where they do drop pods but that's not quite the same thing you're in a vehicle elevator to hell going down (laughs) so yeah now doing it with a parachute without any other uh really call it means of conveyance doesn't doesn't really happen all that often probably for good reason (laughs) really anything to add i Knew nothing about this trope. It's from Star Trek. Barely a trope. (laughs) Barely. Really, back to you. All right. As much as I wanted to talk about Sunshine, we're going to totally skip over Sunshine just to keep the show rolling. Um, But actually, the the uh, cryopod fail. That's that's another trope that actually is pretty nifty and tragic all at the same time. Oh yeah. Um, Let's talk about Aliens Three. Um, I'll let y'all talk about it, and then I had I'm trying to remember the movie, so y'all talk more, and then see if I can remember which movie that kind of has this trope, but different, so. Well, the ship crash lands, and so it's not necessarily the cryopods themselves fail. It's that the, uh, like, the ship lands and the people in the pods die, so I don't know about that. But, uh, Alien Covenant does have cryopod failures and so like that's how james franco dies in a fire in a cryopod burned alive so that sucks you guys you guys read project hail mary right i did not i don't know what you're talking about no 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 idea what you're talking about andy weir's 2001 follow-up from the martian and other shit that he wrote uh well fine (laughs) no you've talked about it before please go on so, spoilers, uh, they launch a ship, I mean, it's basically chapter one or two that they show up, but they launch a ship into interstellar space with three occupants in cryopods for a journey to another solar system, and 
only one of those three actually survives the cryopod. Oh shit! They the original, de- the original Planet of the Apes did this. God fucking damn it! I yeah, can't believe I forgot that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Anyway, Project Hail Mary is going to be made into a movie allegedly starring Ryan Gosling oh, of damn. Barbie fame. <laughs> Barbie fame. Fuck Blade Runner twenty forty nine, sir. <laughs> hey, I gotta tell you, I look, I have a love hate relationship with Ridley Scott's filmography, but I might go so far as to tell you the last truly great movie he made, and it was a truly great movie, was The Martian. So, for what it's worth. Yeah. Truly, really did you look movie. up the damn yes, thing? Yes, yes, I, I, I found it. So, um, what are y'all's thoughts on Passengers? The movie with the two actors who are so milk toast, I can't remember them, but they make billions of dollars. Je- Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pat? That's the ones. Yeah. I don't care. You, you know the twist of that one, right? Didn't he wake her up because he was lonely or horny or yeah, something? Pr- pretty much, right? It's just like everyone's and his his cryogenic thing fails and he's basically can't get back in and everyone else is a-okay for their trip and he's like, I'm just gonna wake up some other person and pretend it was an accident. Uh, totally dick. horrible. But yeah, like it's it's it was an interesting twist on the everyone's cryopod breaks and everyone dies it's more like it malfunctions but you've got this weird other fate that still involves death and not being with your group but you know being alive at least for a little bit all right never saw it zach you see it no sorry sorry for the spoiler but project hail mary movie is allegedly set to release in early 2025 <laughs> you can just push that in a couple other in a couple years or two more with the the strikes going on. I Good know, luck right? with that. Yeah, that's true. God, it's entertainment's gonna be fucked for a while. Yeah, twenty twenty three was a pretty good run. Okay, moving on. Uh, Death by chasm in the middle of the Emperor's throne room. I mean, yeah, but I have nothing to add to that. Planet side, um, a whole planet blowing up. I don't know. There's too many, too many examples of that. I don't know. Happens a lot. Yeah spacewalk i mean they made an entire movie starring sandra bullock about (laughs) spacewalk survival so true sure spacewalk i don't know like we're trying to think of so star trek has had several of these uh more recent tracks with bigger budgets have been able to do it more um the firefly finale had a great great spacewalk gone wrong which was fucking awesome uh what else had a a good spacewalk again sandra bullock and gravity which i also never saw you never saw gravity that was such a good movie. It was really, really good. It was really, really good. No, I hear it was. I just didn't see it. I'm nothing against it. I just never saw it. I don't know. Anyone else want to add something to Spacewalk? I mean, the one that they have in the picture here, it's pretty great. Trek. Killing Borg in a Spacewalk. Oh, we got a theme Borg for that. died. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta take the Borg uh, something plexer beacon off of your interplexing. interplex the interplexing beacon you got to get the interplexing beacon off of your deflector array how are you gonna do it you're gonna spacewalk mr wolf do oh you remember your their, 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 their red shirt got infected with borg nano drones and turned on them they'd kill that guy it's a great sequence first contact fantastic. so so i i can't remember the movie i'm thinking of the scene which was the one where like some some dude just drifts off into space and they're trying to shoot some like wire mechanism to get him and the wire is like two feet away and they're just like forget it I'm just gonna take off my helmet now bye I don't know was that actually. gravity was that gravity I don't, I don't think it was gravity I don't know I, I don't know I mean they had the one where the wire was like 
20 meters away or something or 30 meters uh, in the Martian but he just went Iron Man with his suit poked a hole in the palm and used it as a improvised thruster that he could barely control good flick oh man now, now I feel bad for that other person that died they should have just done that <laughs> yeah yeah but they weren't Mark Watney <laughs> moving on Zach take us home buddy oh I mean, Reavers is a one-trick pony. Space zombies or space madness, that, that basically fits. But uh, Chestbursters, I mean, that's a classic. God, yeah. Like, it got made fun of in Spaceballs and what showed up in Aliens movies. I ordered the special. Change mine to the soup. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> it had a dance number. <laughs> <laughs> hello my baby hello my honey hello my something that was, time gal. that was awesome god it's so great yeah i mean is there any other kind of like a like alien hosts is a thing that have been done subsequently but i can't even think of something better that chestburster scene jesus fucking christ man yep uh, side note Classic. i got john hurt the guy who did the first who was the guy who got killed in the first uh alien to also do the bit in um fucking space balls <laughs> hence he says not again yes oh wait i'm sorry <laughs> moving on <gasps> is it my turn yes <laughs> yes and so so this was the one that i wasn't sure if it was going to be on the list or not and it totally is so we're just going to talk about it jason x oh, yeah we all see this movie <laughs> You guys have fun. No. I'm just gonna go like take a shit or something. Bye. <laughs> I cannot it's... believe. Is this really Jason in space? It is Jason in space. It is oh an incredible, amazing movie. Um, what? It's also what? I, I, I may be wrong, but I think this was the first movie to be shot on digital. Also, just there's so many random amazing things about this movie. So uh, we're talking about death scenes. So. This has one of the most gruesome, awesomest deaths. Um, basically, for whatever reason, cryogenics always in space, grabs some dude's head, puts the head in the ice, and then smashes it and his head explodes. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, they also have got the holodeck scene when they, you know, they've, they've got to find a way to stall him. So they just basically make Camp Crystal Lake in the 80s and he's just, Jason's just killing people in the holodeck while they, he's distracted. So a hilarious scene. It's a, it's an awesome movie. It's cheesy. You should watch it. That is a great use of the holodeck. I'm not going to lie. Didn't see that coming. I am adding this to my spooky season playlist. <laughs> Do it. No, my, uh, my girlfriend has not seen The Thing. So we're going to watch The Thing. Spooky time oh, of year. Fantastic. Ooh, God, that's a good one. one. All right. And the last one here is Feeling the Touch, making fun of the Transformers movie. I mean, I don't know. Orson Welles eating a planet. That uh, <laughs> that checks out right up there with frozen peas. Filled with fresh goodness and frozen penis. <laughs> 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 Fuck you guys. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. Really? Who's today's sponsor? After these messages, we'll be right back. Well, I'm I'm gonna use my honorable my second honorable mention as a sponsor. <laughs> um, do you want to get around really fast in space? Hey, there's these really cool little gate things that'll make you go super fast. But oh wait, it exploded and killed the moon and killed people, but also made 
Faye Valentine live forever? I don't understand that part. Yay, um, Cowboy magical, Bebop Magical gates from Cowboy Bebop that destroyed a bunch of things, but also made people immortal at the same time? I don't know how it works. No, no, she was just... She wasn't immortal. She was uh, just injured in an accident that happened during the explosion. And oh, they and couldn't heal her. she got freezed or something. Yeah, yeah so they yeah, froze her go. so yeah. she could be, you know, healed when she got older. Her parents used Thanks, all their yeah, fortune. Yeah, I vaguely remember now. I'm cetera, just cetera. conflating two different things. But anyways, those gates exploded and it was sad. The end. <laughs> I feel like this also <laughs> applies to Mass Effect because the gates didn't necessarily explode until the very end of Mass Effect 3. But uh, they did bring death in the form of the Reapers, which I guess would also count as Reavers. Space Gates. Uh, Don't which open also up. counts as AI. Babylon 5 also has jump gates, and if you get caught in hyperspace, you'll just drift off and die, so that sucks. So, uh, yeah, hey, dear listener, do you need to travel real fast between places? Space Gates. Don't mind the moon explosions, the unlimited death in floatiness. Or any of the other side effects. Space gates. It was a good send off. <laughs> Let's get to the Yay, news. Yay, space Good news, everyone. Great news, everyone. Bad news, everyone. Uh-oh, I don't like the sound of that. You are? Do you know how great it is that I'm not going to have to edit all this in? I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Okay, so, gentlemen, we've got a whole bunch of stuff that I dumped into the news channel. So, uh, yeah, okay, I'm going to skip over the Sonic one. And we've been talking about Alien. Well, apparently Dead by Daylight added the Xenomorph and a whole map for it. However, I've never played Dead by Daylight. I don't know shit. So, uh, anyone want to fill in the blank here? Um, I've dabbled a little with Dead by Daylight. I think that's the one that I'm thinking of. Let me just check. Okay, yeah, that's that's the one before. What is it? Asymmetric thing. Um, I played it early when it came out. It's it's an incredible amazement of all the horror IPs that you could possibly ever get. But I saw someone describe the game as basically you're uh, a playing a game of NASCAR and you are running in circles around a map trying to make sure that you manage your fuel accordingly. And after I heard that, I got really sad and never wanted to play that game again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I, I wish they would do a little bit more to change the mechanics of the game. It's just like, you, you got to do a couple of things to kind of like go hey, from, Lily. yeah. That description took a real left turn. Oh, <laughs> if only there wasn't 20 more. <laughs> I mean, it's it, the statement machine of the game is kind of lame, but it's, it's really awesome that you can play as Michael Myers or Xenomorph or... The monster from Stranger Things, it, it has its charm there, yeah, that's cool. but it's kind of annoying that like that's the charm of the game. I wish there was more to keep me interested because it seems like I should love this game, but I, I just don't. But I want to love it. But Say I don't. Say la vie. Eh. Anything else to add or are we moving on? Let's keep going. All right. The next one I have here. Guys, chime in if you got one. Guys, this this is so fucking exciting. All right. We're, we're hitting the applause button. This is so fucking exciting. Henry Cavill might be rebooting fucking Highlander. Jesus. So excited. Why the I, hell am I the only one who's excited? I would watch that. Fuck yes. yeah. That sounds fantastic. Highlander was one of the best concepts that got, like, the worst execution. The movies after the first one are all god-awful. And I tried watching the show, but it's so, so stuck in Camp 90s, I just could <laughs> not do it. So the idea of 
resurrecting that premise, especially with someone like Henry Cavill, Cavill, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, oh, God, dude, guys, this, this sounds awesome. Please, please, please don't let the writer strike uh, kill this idea. Oh, God, excitement. Ruli, say something about Highlander. Oh, I, I mean, like, I'm excited, but also, like, bitten so many times by it not happening. Um, what is it, like, Paramount or someone that owns the IP? I forget, but I don't know. It's, it's I'll believe it when I see a trailer. Yeah. Until then, I, I don't know how many times they've had, like, false starts on this, this whole well, IP. Well, we all know that Paramount doesn't do anything cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, new Lower Decks soon, and the Season 2 of Strange New Worlds just wrapped up. So much good. Oh, so oh, much good. I'm hitting the button. We're doing it. Hey, dear listener. This is another entry in the unfortunately recurring segment, the QQ cast rambles. So, three, two, one, let's jam. Okay, there was your, your Cowboy Bebop reference, really. Uh, Thank you. you. You can just go to sleep for a second. Zach, I've been watching Strange New Worlds. Yay! That's amazing. How do you like it? Uh, it's been fucking fantastic. Like, I really enjoyed the first episode of you, but it was super campy, and I was afraid the series would be that campy. And I think as it goes on, it develops just the right amount of camp. I love that it's episodic. I love that the characters are all, you know, again, like optimistic, professional Starfleet people. And so far, the couple of stories they've told have been really enjoyable. And oh my god, the the Das Boot, Wrath of Khan, submarine battle with the Gorn episode. Fuck oh yeah! I know. So good. Oh god, yeah. Okay, we can. Yeah, no, can... there's there's so much good in. Strange New Worlds. Season 2 keeps that rolling largely. They have a couple of episodes that are a bit off the rails, like the crossover with uh, Lower Decks that Which we watched. fucking awesome. It was so fun. Uh, and they have a musical episode in that same season, uh, which is really... It's, it's odd. But honestly, also, I guess if you're going to do a musical, they did it really well. So... One, one yeah. last comment before we stop or we put really to sleep uh, and that's just that the Lower Decks episode to me felt like an episode written by the Lower Decks writers <laughs> it felt much yeah. more written by them than it did the uh, the actual Strange New Worlds writing room but that, I don't know it, it was awesome I loved it, it it really did and they still managed to have like you know something worthwhile to say with it it was really just down to the um the way that uh, Captain Pike is dealing with his mortality, but uh, you know, it was it, it was all around just a lot of fun. All right, all right, all right, all right. Watch Ooh, more lower decks wake? now. You still with us? Huh? Oh, I'm I'm looking at Dead by Daylight and still wondering <laughs> why I don't love this thing. It has so many cool things. All right. Next headline I had here was about a movie, gentlemen. Stray the video game is getting an animated movie. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know. That's I'll, wild. I'll take a CGI sci-fi dystopian kitty movie. It sounds great. Let's do it. It's like Wally, also, only with cats. What's not to fucking love? I, I lo also want to see a trailer for this. Soon. But... Well, I mean, again, the writer's strike. We'll see a trailer for this in 2024. Or, or five. five or five. six. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What else is... This is Annapurna Animation. What else have they done? I don't know. Let's find out. Not Wallace and Gromit? They I don't think they've done any games. I don't think they've done any movies, just games, right? Uh, video game development and publishing, television, and live theater. 
is what they claim on their website. Oh, I want a live theater presentation of this. Oh my God, gimme, 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 gimme. I will fly to New York <laughs> to see that on Broadway, God damn it. Oh, absolutely. But um, let's see. Did they do any movies that we can... Eh? Blade Runner 2033, something or other. I'm trying to think if there's like anything in Aperna Pictures. Uh, let's see. What's in here? 2011 stuff. Lawless. Killing them softly. Zero Dark Thirty. Meh. Um, uh, oh, The Bad Batch. Interesting. And almost nothing else. Really, any okay. thoughts on the Kitty movie? Oh, are your, are your children one... going to be able to watch it? Yeah, the, the only thought I look forward to is being there for 10 minutes and then quickly leaving because it traumatizes my children. <laughs> I want it to be a Studio Ghibli style. Like, that would be really fun. That would be beautiful. That would be fun. Yeah. Moving on, I'm going to jump one and just go down to... Uh, I was really surprised by this. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom will get no DLC. And really? we all know Breath of the Wild got two DLC packs, one of which I really liked. So it's just really interesting to me that Nintendo's opting out of that. I guess the whole dev team is like burnt out and really wants to move on. I'm sure there's, you know, they're like, hey guys, it took you five years to make an expansion pack. Uh, when are we getting the next Zelda game? So I'm sure there's a lot of behind the scenes, you know, machinations here. But I'm just surprised that game fucking sold so well. You'd think it'd be a gold mine to print some DLC, but c'est la vie. Yeah, well, the whole game is sort of like Breath of the Wild DLC. (laughs) (laughs) So much of it is just off-the-wall fantastic that you can tell they're just having fun with it at that point. The bit with, uh, like, jumping through the ceiling to get to the top of stuff was a dev tool that they just said, you know what, this is fun, let's make it a real (laughs) thing. It's so out of place with everything else, but it works, and it is fun, and that's kind of the point, so. Fuck yeah, dude. Video games being fun? Crazy. Crazy. All right, there were some other headlines in here, but uh, gentlemen, do we just want to move on to a trailer? Oh, I do have one question, because uh, yeah. you mentioned kind of like burnout with the developers. Like, um, I don't know if it was burnout or like they just moved on to the Mario game, right? Because like, I think y'all, whatever announcements were made, like one of the things that came out was that there there is no like due date for the latest Mario game. They're like, have yep. fun and just tell us when it's ready. Which is awesome. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. so I think if you had, like, make DLC for Zelda or go have as much fun as you want making a Mario game, I mean, I don't think it's Burnout. Well, I think it's just, hey, there's there's greener pastures on the other side. So I'm pretty sure those two development teams are separate, although they could be shared resources like QA or something else across the teams. So I'm not sure how much the team itself factored into that. I oh, will gotcha, also gotcha. point out, having, you know, spent a lot of time in the game industry, that deadlines are still important, that a lot of projects can stagnate and just spin their wheels if you don't have some kind of healthy pressure. So I I believe in taking the right amount of time to make a game, but there is a huge downside to that. And I won't go further into that on on Mike, but if you look (laughs) up my previous employer and their recent track record, I think this speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean, just what's the... um, What's the space game that's been going on for two decades? Starfield! all no, no, no. star citizen star citizen star citizen star citizen with its billions of dollars and still in <laughs> alpha and god fuck off with yeah. that bullshit 
I thought you were excited um, about it at one point. <laughs> I am excited. I'm Was. still excited Past about tense. it if it ever releases. But there's a pattern that's being uh, present presented uh, that's presenting over the course of this whole project, and it that comes down pretty. to the uh, the head of that studio, whose name is escaping me at the moment, um, has this apparently long track record of not being able to resist and in fact instigating scope creep and <laughs> did you Chris did either of you guys watch yeah thank you did either of you guys watch um mythic quest it's an apple no. tv series it it's really funny good. it's the silicon valley of uh, video game development so i highly recommend it's very funny but uh it's the the main character is the uh artistic visionary director dude the head of this studio and he's the exact same way just all these wild ideas some of them are great some of them are good things kind of work out for him in the end because you know it's it's a tv show but um he'll have you throw away years of work on a whim and that's happening that's definitely happening to star citizen they don't keep people very long, and they have just a rotating cast of engineers that are working on this thing. So, you, you yeah. You've got this, you know, th- this dichotomy between the sunk cost fallacy, we need to keep going, or, oh, we need to make something fun, so keep throwing it out. And, again, I, I feel strongly that constraint makes you take the things you built, and constraint breeds uh, creativity, necessities of mother invention, art thrives under pressure. I feel like you can really forge... Like, some ideas are just bad, and you need to acknowledge this on cost fallacy and throw it out. But I think a lot of the ideas that are out there in, in game dev, they just, you know, you need to throw it out, or you need to forge it. You can't just, eh, just keep rolling and then maybe toss it. It's the reason I, I like mm-hmm. deadlines. Like, and when I say deadlines, yeah. I don't need project, like, you know, it must ship on June 1st. No, but I mean any kind of feature. I like sprints. I like reassessing things and going, guys, we spent three sprints on this. That's six weeks. It's not moving. We need to reassess this. Either we completely pivot on it, or we drop and we move on. And I, I think that's so important. It's like tightening the 100%. sails on a ship. You need a little bit of tautness in there with the schedule, or you're not going to get anywhere. And wow, that was a really good analogy. Go me. Yeah, no, definitely. And like, I have ADHD, and a lot of people do. <laughs> And if you don't have a deadline, you cannot do anything. Deadline mode is the only way that wait, you can wait, wait. truly be productive. It's not that you can't do anything. It's you do everything. Everything just gets done. Everything. Yeah. So many things. Oh, yeah. Is that how that no, works? No, you're a superhero, but you have the superpower where you can do so much so quickly. But if you don't have the doom of Damocles hanging over your head, nothing gets done. Absolutely nothing. Oh, the doom of Damocles. Oh, alliteration. I love it. All right, gentlemen, yeah. you, you want to wrap up with the trailer? Yes. Coming soon to a cinema near you. In a land that... No, in a land... In a time... Nah, I don't think so. In a land before time. Yep, yep, yep! <laughs> Proof you so never listen to the end. Okay. It's still funny. It is. All right, so gentlemen, there's a little bit of a catch here. You need to go into Mumble and mute the soundboard from here on out because the trailer is going to play through the soundboard. So you guys got to mute. Got it. Actually, no. Could I? Could I mute on my end? Actually, 
Wait, I, I have to mute lo- local mute the soundboard. Okay, hold on. Yeah. I I remote muted soundboard. Okay, so actually, I think we're, I think we're good. My bad. Beautiful. Beautiful. Listener, Let's we're find out. All right. So I just dropped a link in the chat. Ruly, tell dear listener what we're about to listen to. Watch whatever. Shut up. Oh hey, uh, Castlevania Nocturne Pipe main trailer. I'm like, this sounds familiar. Net pipe Netflix. Okay, so we actually getting a real trailer as as opposed to a not a real trailer. I don't even know what yes. the other one was called. Teaser Ooh. trailer. Ooh. Good. I go back to the last video. It's gonna say fake trailer, <laughs> fake bullshit, red herring trailer. <laughs> Lol, you thought trailer. All right, everybody ready? Yes. Yep. Three, two, one, play. Did she just blow out a brand? No. Oh, shit. I'm not hearing anything, so... Yeah, this is why I can't mute. We'd have to have you guys remote mute. That's okay. I'm going to watch the subtitles and act like I'm enjoying myself. And I did watch 30 seconds of this while I was testing, so I know they're going to play Vampire uh, Vampire Killer, the song. Tell me what it plays. Tell me what you know about this Vampire Messiah. Vampire, vampire Messiah. messiah. That, is, is that Vampire Jesus? He's got a forehead tattoo. Is that a facehugger? No. Well, whatever they are, I'm sure they can die. There is a little bit of retreading going on here, but I am Wait. cool with it because it was great. Was that, was that Mommy Sifa? Might have been. Yes. Ooh, magic. Magic Mommy. Uh, the fight scenes were so good in the, the last series, and they look like they're going to hold up here. Oh. Summons oh, and familiars. Man. Oh, so wait, this Leather this boots. isn't this the Dracula spinoff one, right? This that's a completely different one that we still know nothing about, right? There's gonna be another spinoff. This is news to me. I thought there was like at least when, like it was hinted that there was gonna be like well, I guess maybe it might be like a subplot with with Dracula still being around, right? Well, again, like the whole thing is people trying to resurrect Dracula, so it's kind of safe to assume at some point in the season Dracula and/or Alucard will show up in the show. But and that's not a spoiler. I'm just talking about the fucking video game. Yeah. Vampires. He kills vampires. Who's fucking next? I dreamed last night. Want more whips? Had nearly enough whips. All will worship me. Now, if they have the whips, then you're not going to watch anymore, because then they're going to be like, you got your fill of whips. That's my thing. Too many whips. Wait, he had a whip right there. I, know, I said I want more yeah, whips. Look, lightning whip. whip. Ice whip, lightning whip. <laughs> that skull just ate a dude's face. Yeah. Oh, man, this looks, this looks like so much fun. Oh, man. And there will be only darkness. Our arrows will blot out the sun. Then we shall fight in the shade. <laughs> yeah, it looks wait, great. Wait, wait, wait. That did not look good. What? Let me pause this. Digital live stream, September 27th. What does that even mean? What? Oh, what, 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 what? What are you talking Maybe about? Maybe a, pr- a premiere episode where everyone's going to watch it simultaneously and then it goes live? Yeah, I think that's uh, what it is. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Why? What? What marketing purpose does that serve? Netflix huh. watch party. Yeah. Not sure what purpose that serves, actually. It's interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Dear listener, thank what you so very much for joining us. What is my purpose? 
Damn it, I made it a long time. I only coughed a little bit. Dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that any views expressed on the any views or opinions expressed on the podcast are represented solely of the person expressing them, not their friends, family, co-hosts, or co-workers, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality. Zach, really, will we be back next week? I, I hope so. so. <laughs> I hope my throat will be less raw by then, because that was rough. Uh, all right, uh, gentlemen, we got to go out on music, and you the gotta... Cat Empire just released a new album. So... Fuck anything you wanted to listen to. We are going out on the first track, the Cat Empire, uh, When the Thunder Rumbles. It's still good. Well, no, I don't actually have the song. But look, that's the one thing we're going to have to shut up. Why? <laughs> because QQ. And the Thunder I just got bored. Everybody out.